take this day by storm I'm gonna wake up in a new life Next day doing encore Get ready to ignite your passion and unleash your inner innovator. Welcome to the Launch Podcast, the energizing show where we're breaking barriers, building dreams, and sparking positive change in the technology world. Join us on a thrilling ride through cutting-edge technology, visionary insights, and inspiring success stories. From entrepreneurs to founders, from executives to investors, this is your space to empower, create, and embrace the power of community. So buckle up, because together we're fueling the future of innovation here on the Launch Podcast. Let's rock this journey and light up the world of possibilities. Hey, this is Bobby Nims. We're here again with Next Idea and Forbes as part of the Los Angeles community recognition for the newest class for 30 Under 30. And I'm genuinely excited about our next guest, who is going to be recognized this year as part of that class. He is also the 2021 Fashion Designer of the Year and Executive Director of Arts Bridging the Gap, Igniting a Culture of Change Through Creativity and Curiosity. Kyle Denham, welcome. Thank you so much, Bobby. Congratulations on the recognition. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Really quick, can you just give our audience a sense of who you are and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Kyle, and I am a fashion designer. I received the award in 2021, being recognized as the International Fashion Designer of the Year. I am also the executive director of a Los Angeles County-wide social impact arts organization, Arts Bridging the Gap, where we bring the arts to under-resourced and underserved communities of color here in Los Angeles County. So we work with thousands of young people every single year, and we also paint murals throughout LA County. So already we've painted over 74 murals, and we're excited to paint some more. Really excited to talk more about your social and community impact, but I want to just talk to you about your, your journey as a fashion designer. And, you know, when did that start? And as you think about where you are today, just talk to the audience about your journey. Well, I've always loved art. That's always been a huge passion of mine. But when I was younger, I went into a different direction career-wise. I actually studied political science and worked in nonprofit policy due to the fact that I was afraid I wouldn't ever be able to make a living as an artist. So I was working with different organizations like the NAACP and with Scripps on a lot of their organizational research and structure, working with them on fund development and board development. And when I was working with Scripps, I was doing research with their gerontology center on one of their programs called Opening Minds Through Art, where they were using the arts as a way to connect with people who have dementia, Alzheimer's, and other neurocognitive disorders. And to see the level of impact on these people who are at, at the very late stages of their lives, of how art impacted them in such transformative ways, I had to do something with art for the rest of my life. So I asked myself, what is one kind of art that exists in everyone's life on a daily basis? Fashion. So in 2016, I moved out to Los Angeles from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I went back to school. I had no experience beforehand in sewing or design, but I wanted to really challenge myself. That same year, I was very fortunate that I had a feature as the grand prize winner of the Project Runway Remake of Work contest. So my work was already featured on national television by the time I had started. 
Then in 2018, I was named the Young Fashion Designer of the Year after a competition in New York City. I also got the opportunity to work with Beyonce for Coachella in 2018. Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. And then in 2021, when things settled down a little bit after the pandemic, um, I had the opportunity to show a collection in New York Fashion Week. And that's when I was named the International Fashion Designer of the Year. For startups and entrepreneurs in the fashion industry out there today, the challenge is real. The grind is yes. every day. Mountains to climb and to try to establish themselves, to try to establish their brand, to try to get recognition or push their clothing line forward. What kind of advice can you give them? I would give a few pieces of advice. First would be to really identify who you want to be as a designer or an artist. For me, I really would rather make pieces of art as opposed to articles of clothes. And that is incredibly important to me. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so my work is actually going to be featured in a museum. And that's to me where I want my work to belong as opposed to belonging in a department store. So I think it's important for any artist or fashion designer within this industry to really identify where they want to be able to say they exist in the space. What space are they creating if it doesn't exist yet also? And then my other piece of advice would be to really be humble, gracious, and kind. The industry is incredibly small at the end of the day. And there have been opportunities that I have received from mentors or people with whom I have connected solely based on the genuine connections I made with them. And I want to talk there really quickly. I think for a lot of startups and entrepreneurs, it's the importance of having a team around you, the importance of having support, mentors, network, just advice. Can you talk to even, even certain individuals, just the value and the compassion and sort of the support that you've realized and how important that that's going to be your success? I would say that's the only reason why I'm successful. Um, is through the support and the graciousness and the, the genuine respect that I've received from so many people. It's always silly, but I have always loved the Cheetah Girls from Disney Channel. That's really up. And the people in my life, I call them my Cheetah Pack because cheetahs are known to be fierce, but also fiercely protective and loyal. Everyone in my cheetah pack has their own different cheetah spots that are different shapes, different colors. But at the end of the day, they have always been so fiercely protective and supportive of me. I want to talk about your social and community work here in the greater Los Angeles area and sort of the social impact you're having. Yeah. And it feels there's this philosophical philanthropy component and really big piece to your work, big piece of who you are. Can you just talk really quickly about why and, you know, as a successful entrepreneur, the importance of sort of giving it back. Yeah. So I think the why is, you know, it's, it's easy. Art creates empathy and it drives connection. And I think people finally started to realize that during the pandemic, especially for young people, when there was so much learning loss, so much disengagement, 
And one of the things that was primarily lacking was access to the arts during that time. And for me, working as the executive director, and I've only been the executive director of Arts Bridging the Gap, or ABG, um, since uh, May of 2023, so not a very long time. But what we do is we, in addition to supplying the arts to these under-resourced communities of color, more importantly, we're creating access to equity for these young people. And some things that we're doing are really innovative. We might be bringing the arts into content areas at schools. So that way, young people who might not be able to learn physics in the most traditional method are now able to learn and engage with their peers and with their teachers. We are creating access for young people to explore their creativity without judgment. And that is hugely important, especially for a, a young person's development. I think, you know, the things that we're doing is incredibly, are incredibly innovative. We really emphasize all different disciplines of art, but we do have a specialty in visual arts, specifically in mural making. So for a young person to have the opportunity to work with professional artists, members of my team, in designing a mural and painting it out in Los Angeles to literally leave their mark on the world, it's incredible and it gives them ownership. And I think there's, you know, besides the idea of beautifying the city, there's something so much more than that. These murals, just like what I think fashion can be, are in real time documentation of the zeitgeist of the times. But these murals that we're doing are being created and told from the most honest perspective possible, the perspective of a child. I was asked recently, how can a mural change a kid's life? And I gave the example of, well, right now, there is a lot of conversation around diversity and inclusion within the media, of course, within film and entertainment. That's nothing different than seeing a mural on the side of the street. In South Park Recreation Center in South LA, while one of my artists was painting a mural there with my team, you know, a little girl walked by and said, oh, that person that you're painting has the same skin color as me. And then she looked at my artist. Oh, you have the same color as me. We are showing what models of possibility can look like for young people and giving access to young people from different, historically disenfranchised communities of color. And, uh, and I think it's important to, to be able to create that dialogue on a larger level. It's beautiful. From our perspective, from our perspective, when you see our, our love, our colors, we're all about inclusivity and encouraging entrepreneurs to come as they are. You have your strengths, you have your passions, you have your ideas, and it's your opportunity. It's your opportunity to, to be able to step forward and take advantage of, of what's in front of you and, and, and be yourself. And I think that message in some of these events and activities kind of transpiring in the Los Angeles community is, is incredibly beautiful. As we look to wrap up the podcast, when I think about your industry and your incredible work collaboration in my mind is like one of the key pieces having teams around you and it's it's beyond the kind of that emotional sort of support and networking how do you lead your teams how do you communicate with your teams and kind of like that parallel as an entrepreneur as a startup the importance of communication and 
ensuring that you have people not only uh, collaborating in a way that works well for the startup, but also just aligning with your vision and the culture of what you're trying to build. Yeah. So I think the first thing that is incredibly important for me to understand is that as the leader of a social impact arts organization, I'm working with a lot of artists. Artists can be deeply emotional in their work. So for me, I need to respect that as their leader. One thing that I really want to emphasize is that beyond the organization and all of my team members are people and are yes. first. Yes. So even on the very basic level of when they ask me, hey, we have this opportunity to do this work. We might be traveling for a few months in Paris, selling our artwork. Okay, go do that. Take care of that. That's what I tell them. I want them to understand that their art is the reason why they were even brought on into the team. Their values were the reason why they were brought on into the team. So that really translates into being able to identify what a culture of care looks like and execute that with a lot of honesty. I think that is important for me as a leader of an organization to really create that culture of care. And to also understand that, especially when I'm working with artists of all different disciplines, when it comes to their art, they're the experts, not me. Maybe if we're talking about a fashion program, then that's when I can be the expert. But I've never painted murals before. On the days where we are painting murals with young people and the surrounding community, my muralists, they're the experts. Right. They're in charge that day. When we, we have a farm actually at the Los Angeles Mission, which is one of the largest shelters for the unhoused communities in the country. And we have actually created a whole rooftop garden with raised garden beds and hydroponics towers. Some of my artists who are leading that program, they're the experts, not me. I'm there, I show up, and I see what I can do. Even though I do have the role as their leader, I step back and let them take charge and let them own it as well, and, giving them, and I give them the space to do so. Kyle, on behalf of Launch, Next Idea and Forbes, Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on your Thank recognition you. uh, here in Los Angeles for 30, under 30. It's a huge fan of Project Runway. Half our team, including myself, are based in the East Coast, New York City area. So hopefully our paths can cross uh, at your next fashion show absolutely. down the road. And we'll absolutely stay in touch. And I can see a lot of young fashion entrepreneurs connecting with you through our podcast as part of our startup community. And I think it'd be wonderful to have you on a future podcast, possibly with some startups and some fashion designers really early stage in college possibly and just have you kind of uh, provide some advice and be able to answer some of their questions that would be incredible i guess that's another piece of advice in the fashion industry is just don't be afraid to network you never know what doors will open by just sending a message on linkedin or on a website just saying hi and seeing who may respond and on, on an additional note with you, Kyle, our, our whole concept of launch is this pink jacket. You can kind of see it over on the show in there. So I think at some point, once we get to know you more, maybe you can give us some fashion advice on our, our pink jacket as well. I think it's my favorite color. So already it's looking good. It's a beautiful thing. Again, Kyle, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. I want to thank our audience and all the trailblazers out there for joining us on an exhilarating journey through the world of technology and innovation. Remember, the power to change the game is in your hands. Stay charged, stay inspired, and keep breaking barriers. Because we're just getting started, 
on this launch journey with all of these startups. Join us next time for another episode filled with sparks of brilliance and boundless opportunities. And until then, keep dreaming big, stay curious, and keep pushing the boundaries. Together, we'll shape a future that's brighter, bolder, and more inclusive. Keep that energy high and see you on the next episode of the Launch Podcast. Be well.